Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. And you've joined us again as we take an ugly painting from the attic to the Antiques Roadshow and see if it's worth a million dollars. It's not. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror, thriller. I have science fiction, fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We take turns. What was that accent? <laughs> Don't know. Don't you ask me about that right now. <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies in anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today on the podcast, we have Tony's pick, which is. Jennifer's body. <laughs> I was going to see how many times you would add stuff. I was trying. <laughs> I was going to stop at Jennifer's, but I didn't know Carl was going to jump in there. Yeah. I'm a little off so far. Well, now we'll never know. <laughs> Maybe next time. Like, also, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? The three. Mr. Owl conclusively decided it was three. One, two, three. Then you hear that crunch? He bit it. If nobody's ever made it without biting. Ask I never Strowell. have. Okay. The world may never know. Hey, so, speaking so, of things the world may never know. <clears throat> nobody licks a lollipop, they suck on them. Speaking of okay. sucking lollipops. All right. <laughs> uh, so, Jennifer's Body came out on September 18th, 2009. It's a, I guess, black comedy, dark um, comedy, horror. Comedy mm-hmm. horror is what Was IMDb funny? said it was. I think it was try. I think it tries to be a couple <laughs> oh. times. Oh, I think I whether it succeeds times. or not, I suppose. <laughs> That's what we're here to decide. Yes. Oh, well then. I think at its heart, it's a horror. Maybe the dialogue tries to be a comedy, but either way, well, most horrors are pretty funny. Like, let's go back and think about Friday the Thirteenth. There's some really funny parts in there. A good horror movie is unintentionally funny. When they try to make it funny, or it doesn't really Street. work. Nightmare on Elm Street's full of comedy. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street has. Yeah, you're on TV, bitch. Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> Everybody loves. But that was uh, not intended that way. Uh, England started that up, I guess, is what they were saying. So, goes back to what she was saying about a intention. true master of his craft. <laughs> okay, so this movie was starring Megan Fox from Transformers uh, One and Two, and then Ninja Did, Turtles. Ninja Turtles One uh, and Two. She was in the New Girl for a few episodes. Uh, Amanda Seyfried from Mean Girls and uh, Mamma Mia, I think, was her biggest. Mamma yeah. Mia. I tried to watch that once. I love ABBA, and I like musicals, but I could not. Really? No, I could not. It's terrible. Did you like Mean Girls? No. Yeah. I don't think of it. No, I've never seen that. So you said no, you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say no, I've never seen that. Maybe <laughs> I was watching it and you were in the room, so that counts. <laughs> <laughs> no. I no, we, we established that counts. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I've watched it without... I've watched... Budsport on purpose previously, but the oh, last. Well, on that again. <laughs> but I have mostly just caught it while being in the room, half paying attention. But I have previously watched that movie on purpose. <laughs> Carly does that to me too. I'll start watching a movie and she's like, "All right, I gotta go," and then ten minutes later she's watching. Mm-hmm. Although usually I don't then get distracted. I just watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually if he's Let's watching a movie, fan fiction about. There's, there's two kinds of ways to watch a movie with John. I'll just look up for the good parts, or it'll be something I think is just going to be total crap and not paying attention, and all of a sudden I'm watching it, mm-hmm. and I'll be like into it, more into it than him. That happens Like that to movie us. with Captain America. Yeah, or that movie with the Iranian wrestler. 
love that movie. That was a great movie. It's movie. super good. Movie. It's called the Wrestle the Wizard. The Wizard. Oh. Is it new? Yeah, it's new. Oh, I never heard of it. It's really well, good. Well, you know Check what? I like the wrestler. Is it like that? No, it's better. Oh, it's like um, um, it's about a, wrestling, not pro wrestling. It's about a high school wrestler. It's about a high school wrestler during the Iran Contra, and he immigrated from Iran. Oh, it's so good. It's a really good movie. You may like. You're not gonna like it, Carly. But Tony, you may was like. Was it like an indie thing or? I think it was indie. Yeah, yeah it's like an indie. It, had a, it has a couple name actors in it, not too many, but we'll talk about that when uh, on my next pick, I guess. <laughs> That's a total we'll drama. That's a Carly movie. Mm, perfect. But he just said I'm not gonna like it. You <laughs> might like it. It's great. It well, will, you have homework, Carly. You know what? We watched Jennifer's body. Yeah, so, back to so that. anyway, <laughs> the Jennifer's not body. Talking, was we did not talk about Megan Fox movies. I guess this is what happens when we don't talk for 20 minutes before we start exactly. recording. Yep. This was written by Diablo Cody. I. I'm a fan of hers. She wrote uh, Juno. We got an Academy Award for it. I didn't like that. And Young Adult, which I hadn't seen. She got a bunch of uh, Writers Guild nominations for that. I've seen Juno about 20 times. The I've first time twice. I watched it, I was like, this isn't very good. Mm-hmm. And then I caught it again because it was like on HBO. And I love that movie. Yeah. It really grows on you like a fungus. And before you know it, you're like, this is the greatest movie. It, it is one of those movies. You have to watch it more than once to really get everything. And yeah get what they were going for. Like Rocky Five, You have to watch it more than once. You should it. never watch Rocky Five more than once. You just <laughs> need to watch Rocky Five so you're caught up for Rocky Six. Only watch that once. Never go back. Burn it's it with fire. It's more like Jack Frost. you, you got to get all the nuances. Mm. The Wolf Michael Cop. Keaton? No. Or the <laughs> never the Michael Keaton one. Or Wolf Cop. you got to watch that Wolf one. Cop, yeah. You should do Wolf Cop. I'd uh, love to talk about that. Maybe. Maybe for Halloween. Mm. Gwen and the... Oh, <laughs> Gwen walking in during the sex scene. So Jennifer's body. All right, <laughs> Jennifer's body uh, budget was sixteen million. Ended up making sixteen million two hundred and four thousand. All right. Wow. <laughs> Profit. Profit. No. Once, once it goes to D, once it goes to D and D and stuff or uh, D Once it goes to DVD <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, it probably makes a little. I bit. can see how this could be a D and D campaign. Well, the sixteen million doesn't in- include the, like the marketing campaign right. and stuff like that. So that was probably a couple million. Yeah. This is a big flop. Wasn't a big flop, but it didn't matter. The special effects were pretty good for $16 million. Yeah. You know I would have thought it was more. Sure. So the <laughs> song, or the title, Jennifer's Body, comes from a whole song. Courtney loves group called Jennifer's Body. <laughs> oh, a whole song, not exactly a whole song. I exactly what he was doing. <laughs> no, no. I got it. Nice. In my head, she started singing. Not even and that song. song. I don't know that song, but... <laughs> I don't think so. Is it? I know there was a. I know that at the end there's they play, a whole song. They play mm-hmm. I'm not sure Miss, if it was that Miss World. I forget what the name of the song is, but the, is one of her songs. But this movie, a quick synopsis, <laughs> is a newly possessed high school cheerleader turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. Can her best friend put an end to the horror? I just call it supernatural heathers, but basically, yeah. All right. So, going in, what did you think about it, Elaine? Um, I had never seen this before, and I didn't think I'd ever heard of it before, but then when I pulled it up and saw Megan Fox was in it, I was like, oh yeah, this was a thing. And uh, I saw that it was a horror comedy, so I was like, oh, this will be good, because horror movies make me uncomfortable, but I was thinking horror comedy, I'll really enjoy this, because I like a good horror comedy. So, Carly? Well, I don't know if I had ever heard of it. Um, but Tony told me that it was kind of weird and he wasn't sure I would like it. And then at work I was talking about it and somebody pulled up the trailer on one of the computers and I watched it and I thought, 
Maybe I should have some drinks when I watch this movie. <laughs> it's funny because I would have thought you really liked it. And then when I, I sat down, I didn't. We watched it like one in the afternoon yesterday. I was I was not drinking, and I was kind of like, I don't know how this is going. <laughs> that just sounds. I wasn't drinking. So. Hey. <laughs> Hey, don't go into your yay name, maybe yet. No, that was that was exactly what I thought going in. I wrote that before we started. And Mr. John, yes, um, I had heard of this, but I don't think I ever saw it because it all seemed kind of new when I watched it. Because I'm not a big fan of Megan Fox, mm-hmm. so going in, I, I knew it was a high school movie where she played some kind of succubus. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm sure she'll suck. <laughs> Get it? Get it? I don't know. Horror movies, you don't really need to be a very good actress to be great in a horror movie. Isn't so this seems like right up something. Isn't that be right, Kristen Kristen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even know her own name. <laughs> I got two reviews for it. Um, one is from Eve Morgan. She gave it a 9 out of 10. She said, I decided to watch Jennifer's Body after my father told me he wasted an hour and a half of his life watching it, <laughs> and there was no point in me bothering. I obviously ignored him just to wind him up, and after five minutes of watching it, I was caught up in the plot and thoroughly enjoyed myself. Really? And the other one I have... That was a good review. I thought that was going to be the bad review, though. (laughs) This is her dad, right? Yeah. This is her dad. Nah, this is Deja 10. Uh, That person gave it a 1 out of 10. Wow. This film isn't just bad. It goes beyond that right... To the point of offensive to the eyes. This film has no plot, no growth, no point, and no redeeming qualities. We need a whole new word for bad thanks to this film. <laughs> wow. Apparently they didn't care for it. <laughs> I agree with that. I would the... say they damn right loathed it. <laughs> All right. Interesting. So. I agree there was no growth throughout this, though. Very little, if any. <laughs> Okay, so the movie starts out <clears throat> with a girl named Needy. Her real name's Anita Lesnicki? Lesnicki? <laughs> I don't know, they call her Needy the whole time. Yeah, so but that's they call her call Needy. Yeah, because she seems kind of needy. Yeah. She's in a mental institution and has a huge fan following. I thought it was prison. No, it's, a, it's definitely. I mean, she tells you that. She says on her clothes. I thought... I know, it seemed like... I thought it seemed more like a prison for... Not a mental institution. Well, I thought it seemed kind of like a were... mental institution prison, like yeah. a combo of them both. <laughs> There's no touchy feely craft time. This seemed like prison. <laughs> well, she did. Well, she was She murdered. <laughs> well, <laughs> either okay. But we're all, you know, okay. they, they say it and her clothes say it. But other than that, it says correctional facility. It doesn't say mental facility. Well, there's orderlies there, and uh, I thought right. one. Of, I thought some one of them said mental institution, but whatever. Whatever. It's, uh, she's in a mental correction facility. Nice. There you go. It has a huge fan following. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> um, All we those s- stuffed animals. We see a little of her uh, day-to-day life, uh, knitting uh, some time in the exercise yard and cafeteria time. She men- mentions that her, <clears throat> that her file says that she's a kicker. Uh, then we see an order. You know, I thought she was playing football at that point. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, we didn't know anything about her. Yeah. So uh, an orderly, an orderly or doctor or whatever comes up to talk to her about 
possibly changing her diet around. She doesn't uh, seem to care for that, so she kicks the shit out of him. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. sends her flying over a table and knocking one of her teeth out. Mm-hmm. I refer to this as the toastum brawl. Yeah. <laughs> I assume a toastum is like a Pop-Tart? Yeah. I think okay. Yeah, I think so. It's a gen- generic one, I guess, or another Probably. Brand. She's like, but I like toastums. <laughs> I think you should add a little more variety to your diet. Yeah. Wham! <laughs> and she hits her with a this is Sparta kick. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, but we'll find out why later. And then she's restrained immediately and thrown into solitary confinement. She explains that she has come undone a bit mentally because of the murders that have been happening in her town. And then we begin her story. Alright, so, hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> then don't we get like Did some... anybody else watch the trailer? Because you guys hadn't seen it either. Nope. No. Okay. Because I did, and I kind of understood what was going on, and then I had this whole other movie in my head <laughs> that I was expecting to what? happen. But if nobody else watched the trailer, then there's no uh, there's no real point in sharing it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, well, Needy explains um, a little bit about her town. In her town, there's this waterfall that empties into a whirlpool, sort of like a drain mm-hmm. that nobody knows where it it drains out or comes out at. I thought this was going to be more important. Yeah. It wasn't. (laughs) And I was real upset about it. It's just really deep. It doesn't really come up again. (laughs) (laughs) At the end, when she finds Mm -hmm. the knife, but still, like, I thought this was going to be more important. There's a knife. Jeez. A couple times I I didn't say who found a knife. Couple times I, 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 I got Something the was knife going down there, or coming back I, out. I, I want the knife. I know. I thought maybe part of the ritual was putting her down there. I mean, I had, I had all these things going in my head. And I think for my birthday movie, I, I, I'm going to do Golden Child. Nice. <laughs> I like that movie. It's on my list. So, um, the drain scientists even tested it by putting little orange balls down it to see where it came out, and nobody had any luck. They still don't know where it went to. Mm-hmm. So they dropped some balls. Yeah. So from there, we cut to Needy's friend. Jennifer's home. Uh, she <laughs> Needy's stalking her for some reason. We're not exactly sure why. Staring in the windows and watching her lay in bed. She looks rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gives us some backstory on uh, on her BFF. She's a she's the hot cheerleader, and they've been super tight since they were little children. Sandbox love never dies. Yeah. Which is not it's true. Not true at all. No. But Jen- Needy learns that lesson. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer meets up with Needy at um, her locker and explains that there's uh, a band coming to their town, and they are going. I need to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Now's a good time. Because sure. their nicknames for each other are Monistat and Vagisil. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yep. It's super gross. Mm-hmm. No girl would ever call another girl that mm-hmm. in a friendly way. I agree. Why are you pointing this at me? I didn't do it. She's just pointing. I'm just the pointing. Reason is it made me really I, upset. I already brought this up to well, Tony. So <laughs> build the bridge and get over it. No, it was ten years I ago. I can't. No. It just <laughs> well, the reason is is because again, it's kind of like John's movie, where Playing it's a it gender cool. swap. Gender swap. Yeah. Guys yeah. do talk to each other like that. I know. Right, Trojan man. It is Monastat. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Jockstrap or something. Yeah, Come on, do a better one. Right. But either yeah. way, isn't that but right? That's that's how guys talk to each other. So they mm-hmm. they kind of and that. I mean but I know yeah, it but seemed out of place. It upset me, and I feel like it's the start of the things that Diablo Cody did that I found upsetting. <laughs> wow, he took a really long 
time <laughs> to say that. She wants to build a suspense. I know. <laughs> Just putting it out there. You should build that. Use that same kind of you know, like inflection and stuff when you do your yay bay nay nay may bay. Maybe I'll, I'm going to forget to do that. But I know. We'll see. A lot of the word choice I didn't get. The slang choice I didn't get. The names for salty? each other I You're didn't salty? get. See, That's they're good. About it. Not what that means. I glossed over. Didn't notice. <laughs> well, like, I noticed they called each other well, by that, but I was like, whatever. Well, we, well, when we, you do, when you write stuff, it, when you're doing teens, it's hard because you. You either you either use the teen slang that you know and it's immediately outdated before the book's done, or you or make, you make up your own up, and ninety percent of the time it doesn't work. No. Sometimes it does. Like Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer had some that was kind of cool and kind of worked once in a while, but not most there's, of the time it just ends up sounding. There's expensive. a way like that salty. girls. Yeah. Well, salty's bad, be- and she's probably getting to that. Well, because we already kind of something else. It. Salty means something yeah. else entirely. Yeah. Even but in 2009, we were using salty for a completely different yeah. thing. <laughs> the thing is, there's the a way. There's a way the boys talk to each other, and there's a way the girls talk to each other, mm-hmm. and you can exaggerate that like they did in Bring It On, which mm-hmm. is a great girl teen movie. And it came out before this, actually. This just is weird, and I know it's a gender swap, but it's just weird. Like you're like, that's not how girls talk. No, and you guys don't notice because you're boys, and that's how boys talk. But no, that's notice. not how that's girls not talk. I'm gonna start calling a boy. I and someone <laughs> who's a woman writing movies for <laughs> women should be better at this. I guess that's my worst nicknames ever. Moving right along, <laughs> low like, shoulder. Honestly, they rock. when I was their age, if I was intentionally calling my friends bad names. It was things that you probably can't say in movies like bitch and whore and slut and like we would say mean things like that to each other in a weird endearing way. Girls (laughs) can call each other whores and sluts. Uh Uh-huh. But you would never say monostat and vagisil. Nope. Never ever. I've heard bitch and whore. What's up bitches? Probably slut, yeah. Yeah. Hey what's up bitch? Yeah. What's up slut? You can't call her that. Only she can call it. Never mind. It's real complicated. Well, they're best friends. They could have, but I don't know but why they this. went with. No, no. I don't know. I think I can count on one one hand the time, number of times in my life I've said those words. <laughs> because there's not really any reason to. <laughs> you know what? They didn't talk about it that much either in the movie. So, <laughs> so either way, um, Jennifer's all hyped up because this band is coming to town. What's the name of the band? No shoulder. No shoulder. No shoulder. And Jennifer wants to see them really bad. She wants to maybe flirt or hook up with the lead singer. Needy says she can't because she promised her boyfriend they would hang out. Jennifer pouts, and of course, Needy gives in. Because that's what Needy does. Because if she didn't, the movie would have no... <coughs> well, there's that too. Yeah, that's for, true. Needy moved the plot forward, so... Yeah. So, uh, Needy's boyfriend is understandably bothered by Chip. this. <laughs> Chip. And uh, talks down the whole idea, but... Really can't stop her. And she still gets a liver from Chipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we can pretty much see the dynamics right away. Um, Jen is dominating and pouty, and Needy pretty much just tries to placate her and do whatever she can for her. Um, That's a fairly common girl dynamic. Mm-hmm. They go to the bar, and uh, Jennifer shoots down some advances from local, local boys. Uh, Burt Macklin shows up from um, Parks and Rec. Chris Pratt. She sexually assaults Chris Pratt. <laughs> you can't. That's the only way that's well, right. Actually, they've been not. sleeping together, though. She sexually assaults How Chris Pratt. How does she Pratt. sexually assault him? She grabs his junk and, her, and hurts him. Um, sexual assault is defined as unwanted touching. He seemed like that was unwanted. Excuse me, I didn't finish my sentence. You just <laughs> cut me off. First of all, 
unwanted touching of sexual parts for sexual gratification. Now, did he seem to mind too much? No. Yes. He didn't want her to do that. Really? He wanted to be the one doing the sexual assaulting. <laughs> really? Also, no victim, no crime. Moving on. Oh, but now's a good time, though, since we're talking about that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, if she's goodness. asleep, that means no. Also, if he's walking up, don't grab him by the beans. See, we had it on this week. Thanks a lot, Elaine. <laughs> so. Star Wars. And then she sexually assaults Needy. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. She mm-hmm. fondles her. Mm-hmm. Gropes are familiar. Unwanted. No victim, no crime. In a familiar way? <laughs> well, they said they played, they played boyfriend, girlfriend. Boyfriend, girlfriend. We don't know that yet. <laughs> Elaine is very offended by this entire she movie. She does not She's like having friends that are female. Mm-hmm. I see that. Hey, now, I was a cheerleader, and I had a lot of friends that were female, but I don't think I ever touched another one of them's boobs. It's okay. We, be- we, we have believe never you. gone up to you and <laughs> grabbed your franken-bean <laughs> like that. No one said you could? not okay. <laughs> Just saying. So, get the cats no back one. in the bag. <laughs> Jen sees the band and starts uh, staring them down, um, then pulls Needy over. She flirts with the lead singer, Nikolai Wolf. Who's who else what else was he in? I know, I know. Go. Mr. Mrs. Smith. Yes, he was. He's the bait. He was the guy who wore the fight club t-shirt. I was gonna say, was he the one that wore the fight club t-shirt? <laughs> that was awesome to Brad Pitt. That's the only thing I know that he was in. He probably wasn't in much other I look, he's not been in anything we really but that's seen. really what I, I know him from is he was the guy who wore the fight club t-shirt in a movie with Brad Pitt. Pretty I've sweet. definitely seen him in something, but I've never seen that movie, so You never saw Mr. And Mrs. Smith? No. I don't know why that surprises you. I changed my birthday movie. That's a uh, you, pretty cool You movie. just made him change his birthday movie. <laughs> That's he may, he may change it a few more you times. You know how so. John jokes, well, not jokes, but John always is saying that Gone in 60 Seconds is my favorite movie. It which is. it is, even though sometimes I claim other more sophisticated movies. She says Seven Brothers, Seven Brothers. It's not. His favorite movie is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Sometimes he claims The Godfather or, or Ocean's Eleven, but no, it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That was Rocky. Or Rocky. It doesn't matter. It's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You know how many times I've not watched that movie? You know why? Greco-Roman kicking. No, that part's awesome, but it ain't that great. Because <laughs> so, you never wanted to kick Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they yeah. talk to the lead singer, Nikolai Wolf, um, and Needy asks him, why do they come to small towns? He says, because they like to play shitty places, too. <laughs> then Jen goes... <clears throat> And to get her and Nikolai a couple of shots, and while she's gone, Nick's talk. Nick talks to a couple of his uh, bandmates, and one of them, and he asks him if uh, they, if she, if he thinks that she will do. They apparently have some kind of plan set up. The bandmate responds against it, saying that he doesn't think she's a virgin. Nick says that uh, Jennifer is is uh, one of those girls that he's seen in plenty of small towns like this. They flirt a lot, but they don't ever do anything. Little does he know she's not even a backdoor virgin. Not anymore. Not since Roman. Spoilers. <laughs> While this combo is playing out, uh, Needy's nearby playing a pinball machine, and here's the whole thing. Because she's a pinball wizard. Dude, I just did that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> she stomps over and tells them that they're creeps. Jennifer's her best friend, and she heard everything. And then immediately goes to warn Jennifer. Jennifer doesn't care. She blows it off and stills goes up to the front of the show, front of the place to watch the show. Oh, he's cool from the city. <coughs> mm-hmm. Wears eyeliner and everything. All right. Well, eyeliner's cool. 
Now, I can't never put it on because I can't touch my eye, but I hear that. I think you'd look weird with eyeliner, but it works on some people. Tony could probably pull it off. Yeah, I can't touch my eyes, so no. I don't think it goes with the whole bald thing, but I'm pretty sure Tony could pull it off. She's lying. I have hair. It's a mullet. Ponytail <laughs> mullet. It's mm -hmm. definitely business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> I had a side note here um, mm -hmm. to hear what you guys think about this. Oh, because, good. Because mm -hmm. this is what I think about. Um, there's a couple things. First off, when the band starts playing, uh, Jen go gets pretty much out of it, like really googly-eyed and silly. Like mm -hmm. hypnotized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the more times I've seen this movie, I can't help but wonder if Low Shoulder has more of a supernatural charming ability when they play, as opposed to just some chick that wants to do some guy. And some of the people in the bar seem that way, too. Like, um, I think you that hear... she's in, in a trance. I really, Supernaturally? Or yeah, I got a supernatural tra trance. Okay. I got a supernatural vibe. Okay. I thought so, too. I thought that that was, like, I'm like, is she being fucking <clears throat> hypnotized or something? Because she was... And then when, <laughs> yeah. later in the movie, when she explains about their, when they, when she does her flashback to explain to what they were explaining about their Satan worshipping, mm -hmm. it made sense. Like, they were already Satan worshippers. They were mm -hmm. trying to become bigger Satan worshippers. It seems like maybe they had already tapped into some of the supernatural power. I don't think they wanted to be bigger Satan worshippers. They wanted to be famous. Yeah, but they had already tapped into a little bit of Satan's power. Yeah, they, they had put a toe in, if you will. Well, and they played that song the whole movie, and it seems to hypnotize the whole town yeah. into just thinking... <laughs> I know, because it says it on the Wikipedia. It's got to be true. It's got to be true. I did not read the Wikipedia Gazette this week, so. <laughs> so, good. Then I'm glad we all agree on that. But, like, yeah. when the fire started, you could tell that Needy saw it and the bartender saw it, but nobody else yeah. seemed to notice until stuff started falling down. And then still, a lot of them just didn't move. But <laughs> And even Needy sees the fire break out, and she just watches it. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't yeah. say, hey, there's a fire. She doesn't. Neither does the bartender. They just look at it. Until shit starts falling down, and then eventually people kind of wake up. I don't think nearly as many people would have died if they weren't sort of entranced. Right, they were doing the voodoo. <laughs> I think Jennifer was more entranced because she was going there, Is already has an obsession. But ne even Needy seemed to be affected. Something about that, that song. This is a terrible song. It gets in your, your head <laughs> and makes you do crazy things. No one should listen to Low Shoulder. Well, good. Okay. Then I'm glad that we all agreed on that. So this fire starts up and spreads throughout the whole club. Um, everyone scatters eventually, and some people get burned up, and some people get trampled trying to escape. Mm -hmm. um, we get outside, and uh, Jennifer and Needy are sitting on the ground, and Nikolai walks up with a drink in his hand and is happy he found them. He's, and he still wants Jen to go with him. He wants to take her to his van. He's so calm in there and fucking shock. Mm -hmm. um, Jen agrees, and... Basically, leaves Needy. Needy protests, tries to get her to stop, but no, she's really going. Needy's really worried for her friend, but um, goes home and calls her boyfriend, Chip. And this is also another reason why I thought it was a supernatural thing, because if you, if you, if you ever watch this movie again, when she gets in the van, she kind of comes out of something. Like, you can t she kind of looks around and shakes her head for a second. I don't know if that was on purpose or just whatever, but I, that's what I, I got. I think it was. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so she calls her boyfriend Chip. Um, her house is really dark and empty, and she's really terrified walking around. Um, the doorbell rings, but there's nobody there. When her she house calls, is also creepy. When she yeah. calls Chip, there's two lines here that were really great. 
and one line that really bothered me. Um, but going the same way the monostat and vagisil bothers me, she says to Chip... Keep bringing that up. He was skinny and twisted and evil like this petrified tree I saw as a kid. Nobody talks like that. <laughs> well, another thing is, we yeah. saw the extended cut. Did you see the extended cut? Okay, because there's, there's like some more scenes in it. And, and then, they show the tree and all that. No, it, well, maybe I did. I, okay. I saw a bootleg copy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I don't then know this person, I don't know what she's talking about. But, uh, What's then, a bootleg? I got it from this guy at the barbershop. Um, you rented from Blockbuster. Tony owns the DVD, but it is from Blockbuster. But and then and then Chip's like and then she's like she got in this van and Chip's like did you get the make and model and yeah. she says I don't know Chip an eighty nine rapist mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a great line yeah, and I do know people that call those big vans rape vans and yeah <laughs> but it was a shagging wagon no <laughs> it's a ch- it's a child molester van oh, that's what I refer mobile, to those big yeah. kind of thing. I don't have one don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> I was just looking at you while I talked in a tone of voice. They weren't connected. You're my eye line. <laughs> doorbell rings. So, so creepy. doorbell rings. Uh, she answers the door. Nobody's there. But we do so see. Out. We do see <laughs> shadows moving around in her house. Mm-hmm. I was freaking out. I was watching this by myself. <laughs> freaking out. She searches around the house. Like can't find anything. Looks like, in the. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. <laughs> Would you let him talk? She, <laughs> <laughs> she opens the basement door. I'm like, don't go. I shouted, don't go in the creepy basement. Would you let him do this? No. Yeah. <laughs> this is the stuff that Tony wishes he would see. Yes. <laughs> it's not like Carly where everybody lives. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, in my head, everybody dies. Oh. So she keeps. That's why we work as friends. She keeps uh, <laughs> investigating around the house and doesn't seem to find anything and then turns around and Jennifer's there. She's uh, torn up really bad and covered in blood and mud. And Dripping blood on yeah. the floor. She does this creepy smile. And the maid in me is like, get her, <laughs> get her a towel. Right. And then she's she, bleeding on the floor. <laughs> she runs to the fridge uh, because she's starving and she starts to devour Does the she bite Needy no. here? No. Because there was like. She bites her at the end. I know she bites her at the end, but I was like, did she bite her here? Because I couldn't quite. She leans over and she looks mm-hmm. like she's gonna bite her, but did she bite her? Did she yeah. kiss her? And you kind of like the it really nah, focuses she has on that her blood and she has yeah. that blood and black shit in her mouth. It really focuses on like the neck, the mark on her neck. I'm yeah. like, did she just give her some kind of devil mark? I don't know. It was very strange. So the answer is no. Okay, I was chicken. Curious. <laughs> then she eats a chicken. She eats a chicken because she's starving. And he Not tries really. to. And he tries to talk to her, and then she roars and pukes black fluid all over the ground like that moves and forms little spikes with waves running through it. Yeah. Needy mm-hmm. runs and tries to. I thought that her. was going to tag Needy like the blob. <laughs> 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 Didn't happen though. See, your uh, movie plus my movie, we need to make this. Yeah. It'd be four hours, but you know. So Needy runs and tries to reach her phone. Uh, Jennifer grabs her, slams her against the wall, and then starts to smell her. Uh, Jen asks if uh, she's scared, and she is. Jennifer, we find out later Jennifer has to eat scared people, part of it. Um, Jennifer's about to eat her, but can't, and she sees the BFF thing around her neck and gets mad and just leaves the house, slams the door. Then we cut to the devastated, this is a stupid cut, I don't know what this is about, but we cut to the devastated bar, and it's mostly ash. Uh, firemen, first responders or whatever, are digging through the charred stuff, and they find a purse. That's it. That's all that scene was. 
So then we cut to class, and uh, rumors are flying around about what happened at the bar with all the students. Um, Needy's a little out of it, and uh, having different flashbacks to when her and Jen were little girls in the aforementioned sandbox. Jen uh, cuts her... <clears throat> on, in the sandbox, Jen cuts herself and uh, with, a, I guess, a tack, and uh, Needy kisses it or licks it or whatever away, and it's gone. And she then she says she needs to hide it from Jen's mom so that she doesn't have to get a tetanus shot. And she's like, I would never tell on you. It's kind oh, of a weird way, a like... Weird. I don't know if guys, did, if boys did this when they were kids, but a lot of girls I knew, it was like, we were blood sisters or... Yeah, I thought they were going to do a blood oath. I yeah. did too. But that's not what happened. It was But then I kind of got the impression the time. throughout the movie when she's getting, like, she can feel things. I thought maybe they were trying to make it because she had drank some of her know, blood when they were kids. <laughs> she didn't seem to, like, have an extra special gen sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a uh, theory on, like, maybe Needy is some kind of, like, latent mm-hmm. empath Witch. or something or something. I don't know. She seems to be able to sense things, especially about Jen. Mm-hmm. They just, they're vibing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? You know? Can we talk um, about J.K. Simmons? <laughs> Not yet. If you like. <laughs> if you let him get there. Uh, while, they're, while she's having her daydream, eventually she's yanked out of it by uh, Jen, who sits who's in uh, class next, sits right next to her, and talking to her like nothing happened. Needs confused and befuddled, but Jen blows her off, blows off her concerns, and kind of gets shitty and snipey with her. Then the teacher comes in. He seems to be burned a little bit on the back of his neck, and he has a hook hand. (laughs) And uh, and nothing of a horror movie trope. And he alludes to something in his past being really bad while he's talking about He's he has some kind of um, yeah. calming words and stuff for the class. Jen doesn't give a shit about this. So, two things. That wig, yo. <laughs> that was a wig? Oh, yeah. And his accent. Okay, I did not realize. I'm like, why is he talking like that? This is ridiculous. I didn't realize for another half an hour that this movie takes place in Minnesota. <laughs> no one else is even trying yeah, to do true. an accent. Yeah, and his true. accent is so bang on point. <laughs> that I was like, Grandpa? <laughs> and like You're from Minnesota? No, but that Midwestern accent is so thick. <laughs> the don't you know is in that A's and like no one else is doing it. I know, Not I a single <laughs> other character is even attempting this accent. I thought he was Canadian. And I'm like, why? Why didn't somebody say, look, we don't need you to do this accent? <laughs> there's no way in hell that What's her name can do this accent? Megan Fox. <laughs> Megan Fox. She can't even do an normal her own accent. It's kind of like the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie where everyone in it is absolutely terrible, except Jeremy Irons is really good, but it makes him look like a freak. Yeah, but because he's a really good actor and everybody else is terrible. Yeah, because he's so great and it just is terrible. I know what you mean. So like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. where like Gal Gadot couldn't do any other accent but Israeli, so everybody else did Israeli. Yeah, it's like so okay. Yeah. <laughs> Israeli island. Yeah. Um, I respect that. <laughs> so I have a bottle opener for those. I would prefer one. I have soft lady hands. <laughs> All right, well, don't lose my bottle opener because that was a special gift from... Fraser. You have no idea how that ended up in our house. It's Seattle. It's from your dad. It definitely was not from my dad. <laughs> Shit. If you're the person who brought the Seattle bottle opener to our house, I have it. It's on my fridge. 
not right this second. It's like also it. weird that you listen to our podcast. <laughs> so needy welcome me. and thank you for listening. <laughs> needy meets also, up with Chip. Also, hi, Doctor Nick. <laughs> needy meets up with Chip and tries to voice her fears that Jen is becoming evil. Chip thinks that it's just trauma from the fire, and uh, you know she's always kind of evil anyway. In the hall, they bump into Colin Gray, an obviously creative emo goth type of character, um, who says he's happy Needy's okay. Aw. I was sure I had recognized this kid from something. That would be no. Okay. I've never seen anything this kid was in. But he looks super familiar. I hope he gets more work. He seemed real good. Yeah. Okay. So, then we go to behind the school where we meet up with Jonas, a football player. Nick struggling. Jonas? No. Oh. This guy's really big. A so is Nick Jonas. <laughs> a football player struggling with the loss of his friend Craig. Uh, Jennifer shows up, seduces him, and asks you know him to come to the woods with her. He always said we should hook up. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, creepy. Yeah, creepy bitch. I'm just trying to mourn my friend here. Especially since his friend that died, was it jo- Craig? Craig died. died at the was fire. Was trying to get with her. So he wouldn't have said, and I'm sure all of his friends knew he had a crush on her. So she, it would seem weird. Like no, everybody he had a that. crush on her. Jennifer's you know hot. <laughs> when you're in high school, got those DSLs. And you're a boy, and the hot girl says, "Hey, everybody said we should be together." That's code for, "Hey, let's do it." Yeah. So he's gonna ignore. Like my friend died. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like he would want me to do this. I mean, let's I think. Let's do it I for America. Know. Let's do it for America. <laughs> I mean, it will I, make me feel better if only for a second. I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm guessing here. I just want to <laughs> feel something, anything other than this hurt. Thank you, high fidelity. <laughs> So they go. Somebody gonna high fidelity this movie? Sorry, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into the back, uh, the back woods behind the school, and make out for a bit. And slowly, animals start to show up: birds, mm-hmm. a deer, raccoon, even a beaver are all standing around watching. And I couldn't help but think of South Park's Critter Christmas. Anybody seen that? No. 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 It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> all right. All right, Uncle. Let me write that down. <laughs> uh, she tells Jonas he will get to see his friend soon. Aw. Then she attacks him and tears him apart. Like she wouldn't bullshit. <laughs> no. Um, so then we see Needy uh, frying up some bologna, and she's listening to the radio, to a uh, radio, and some kind of radio show comes on talking about Low Shoulder and how they're local heroes. <laughs> Needy's mom wakes up and comes in and starts to tell her about some weird dream she had. Another big uh, Yeah. She reminds me of the mom from The Crow. <laughs> Oh, really? She was just like a beat down, like, you know, I also grungy looking, absentee yeah. mother. You know, same thing. This seems cool. to play into your theory that Needy may have some sort of supernatural lineage. Because the mom seems to have this premonition of a night terror. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's then, trying to get crucified this is the only scene she's fucking in other than getting ready for the dance. Mm-hmm. It just is so weird. <laughs> so let's skip over mom. Moving on. Okay, then we get a shot of uh, the police collecting the remains of Jonas, and his parents his parents start freaking out. Everyone there assumes it's a male. Then on the other side of the lake, we see Jen swimming naked across the lake. Uh, then she gets up to the docks, gets dressed, and leaves. And no, no, it's not time for tit talk. Was this? There's no tit talk in this movie. Was this supposed to be sexy or creepy or both? I thought it was creepy as fuck. I thought it was sexy, creepy, and it got all the blood off of her. <laughs> I yes, thought it was creepy. It was logical. Did you feel the scene, Carly, was supposed to be sexy or creepy? 
Well, probably it was supposed to be a little bit of both. But I don't understand why she would be naked if she was trying to get all the blood off of her. Because didn't she get blood on her clothes? She took um. her clothes off. She took her clothes off. Well, she at least took her shirt yeah. off. Her little zip thing. Yeah. I thought it was creepy. I don't know. And at first I thought they were trying to imply that she had swam away, but then her clothes were, her on, the clothes were on the dock, so she didn't swim also, away. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the movie, I wondered if there was some kind of connection between her and water, but that was never very clear because she was got her demon at the devil's kettle, mm-hmm. the waterfall, and there was a later scene at the swimming pool out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> We'll circle we'll back to that. to that. But so, see, if my theory that part of the ritual was putting her in the thing... That would make more sense. it would, yes. <laughs> so later that night, Jen calls Needy and is trying to explain how great it feels to be a demon that re- recently fed on flesh. Damn, it feels good to be a demon. <laughs> Needy is not understanding. Uh, Needy gets a call on the other line and switches over. It's Chip. They found Jonas' body, and it's a horrible mess. Um, on the People other line, lasagna. yeah, lasagna <laughs> On the other line, Jen is bored and burns the end of her tongue with a lighter, and it heals up instantly. Uh, Needy tells Jen she has to go, and then runs over to Chip's house for a lipper from Chipper. Or they make out on a bench. <laughs> yep. Um, then the next day, the school's in mourning again. Uh, now that the world has started, and the world's starting to pay attention to this little town. We get a shot of Jen walking carefree through the halls, smiling, and low, sh- low shoulder song through the trees be- has become some kind of anthem for everyone. Then we cut to um, the teachers explaining that that uh, low shoulder low shoulder is coming back, and they're going to play a benefit gig and give three percent to the families that lost people. Three <laughs> percent, which Needy says, what about the other ninety-seven percent? And she gets into an argument with one of the other students that apparently they're all falling in love with this band. That's where she makes the Wikipedia yeah. comment. Mm-hmm. They, they, they believe, the students believe that Low Shoulder helped save people. And Needy was like, no, I was there. They didn't do anything. And she goes, oh, I was on the Wikipedia. So it must be true. Now, Jennifer is there. Uh, she's looking horrible. Um, and Needy asks her about it. Jen says it must be wearing off. Needy asks what it is, and before she can answer, Colin steps in. He's trying to ask Jennifer out. Uh, Colin says we should go to the movies or something. There's a midnight showing of Rocky of Rocky Horror, to which Jen says, and I know it's John's oh, favorite line. I don't even, I don't like boxing movies. <laughs> I almost came at the TV. Was like fuck this movie. I'm and not he was the like. Oh, okay. This right. is when I it's knew it's not a I fucking boxing yeah. movie. But then he left, and I thought, okay, because what we've learned about this dude so far is that he's kind of a writer, and he's sort of a creative kid who's in tune with his emotions, and yada yada yada. And he's super. He's the titular emo dude. Yes, and so he asks out the most popular girl in school, and clearly. They're not going to have anything in common, based on her response when he invites her to Rocky Horror. And he's like, you know, you're right, but it's not a fucking boxing movie. And he walks away, and I thought, okay, he has realized that this, she's not. (laughs) Well, he said that they've had some fun in class together, so they probably had a couple little moments. Mostly her taking his homework. homework. (laughs) Well, there's that, but 
they might have had a couple moments in class, and he's like, wow, this chick is ridiculously hot. And, you know, it happens is sometimes you go out with a really hot girl, and then you're like, wow, there's nothing else to this girl. Because mm-hmm. okay, all he wanted to do was, let's do the time warp again. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I but then when she called him back because Needy said he was a nice guy, I was like, don't do it, no, dude. You have no, to know. This is no. a bad idea. She called him back because she thinks Needy likes him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Not because Needy said true. nice things about him, but because she thought Needy might like him. So then she's like, oh, hell no, now I gotta fuck this dude. Mm-hmm. See, because that's what every teenage boy should know. Fellas, put your ears on receive and listen to this. If you want to get the hot girl, here's what you do. Find her cute friend. Even if she's ugly, doesn't matter. Talk to her. Right in front of the hot chick. Boom. I Done. Wish, I wish I could say or, that that wasn't hey, true. Hey, teenage boys, maybe you should just find the cute friend. <laughs> Not the ugly friend, because I know you're too superficial for that. But go walk right past the hot, the really hot girl and just find her cute friend. You're more likely to talk that cute, cute friend into having sex with you than the hot girl. So just skip her. Find the cutest of her entourage and go for that girl. That being her entourage? The other thing is that all, uh, high, hot all girls high school always relationships have a hot don't matter, so just do whatever you want. That's just don't get any STDs. No, and don't, get ra- don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. But <laughs> good advice. Hot girls always have an entourage. If you know you're the hot girl, you have friends that are not as hot as you on purpose. So you look hmm. hotter. Yes. It's yeah, called the cheerleader true. effect. It's a real thing that girls do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They will have friends that are that they know are not as hot as them. To make them look better, and they will be. Why are you getting all spunky about it? (laughs) Because it's a real thing. Were you the hot friend or the not hot friend? What do you think, (laughs) Tony? I think she was the demon. But um. (laughs) I was kind of friends with everybody. Yes, Tony. She was the demon. That makes me the hot chick. Makes you um, Megan Fox. (laughs) Who's hot as shit? She's very beautiful. Michael Bay thinks so. She hmm. looks she looks like she's dirty hot, too. Sorry. That's true. She does. Dirty hot? Actually, we talked about they considered Blake Lively for the role. And no, I was she's like, too she's too, like, girl next story. She's pretty, but she's not, like, dirty sexy. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> like, when she said that she's not even a backdoor virgin, I was like, that's right, because you're dirty hot. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So here on butt talk. <laughs> so, anyways, Colin <laughs> Colin asks her out. She says no. Then she realizes Needy likes her, likes him. So then she goes, yeah. okay, well, look, instead of going out, let's go back to my place and invent Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll text him a dress. So I got this later. movie about, did you hear what the description of that movie was? <laughs> Aquamarine. Yeah. It's like a half sushi person yeah. or it's something. A, it's <laughs> a Disney movie about a mermaid. Uh, it has sex through a blowhole. It's not in that movie. It's a I'm Disney assuming. movie about a teenage mermaid. It's like a comedy romance live action. Oh, I never heard of it. I thought they just made it's something a Disney up. movie. <laughs> Moving on. So, I don't want to talk about it. So, it's, on the flip side, Chip and Needy make plans to Lucy hang out. Would you shut up? Chip and Needy make plans to hang out also, and Chip gets more condoms because he's a gentleman. <laughs> well, yeah, in high school, don't be a full repertoire. We covered that. Yeah. The story now uh, flips back and forth between Colin and Jen's date and Chip and Needy's date. Colin is going to Jen's address, the, the address that Jen gave him. Does anybody else think Colin looks like Edward Scissorhands? No. Oh. <laughs> a little. Um, oh. how a little. Phone they have each other's it. phone numbers, like, guaranteed. Like, how did he get her phone number? She's like, I'll text you. How did he get his number? 
I thought that was just part of small town. Is that like everybody has each other's number? I'm sure. I thought it was because she wanted access to his homework. Maybe there's two ways she could have had his number. Because she was getting his homework, and I know Needy has that number because they talk and hang out. So she could have just got it from her friend. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I always didn't have the hot girl's phone number. You had to get it from her. But like, let me get your beeper number. Yeah, but the hot <laughs> oh man, John and his beeper. But the hot That's girl what can I did, get man. yours. You may and not. I would say things like, "I'll throw you a beep," <laughs> and that was gold. God, I love you. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. So much. All but right. you're right. The hot girl can get anybody's number. She said, "I'll text you." She'll get it. See, that was that was. But the then he would have, which is silly because <laughs> you used to be able to get his number, but he wouldn't necessarily need to have yours. But now, if you get his number, he's getting yours because you sent him a text. Yeah, that's true. True. <laughs> the old days were better. Okay. You gotta throw beeps. <laughs> so, Colin, anybody else say that, or was that just me? That was just you. No, I, I didn't have a beeper. My first you boyfriend a had a beeper, yeah. and that's the beeper, only but... person I ever interacted with that had one. Everybody I knew had a beeper. Yeah, me too. My mom had a beeper. Well, you guys are a little <laughs> bit older than me. Yeah, but yeah. I was, we weren't as cool as you. We didn't even have a TV until I was like four. <laughs> True story. We had a VCR. You said you didn't have a TV till you were four. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I'm. When I was like four, they got a TV, and don't get her started because my sister. <laughs> it was around when my sister was like six or seven, because oh, the neighborhood kids wanted. I'm sorry. This is important. The neighborhood. No, it's not. The neighbor- sure it is. But Tony will appreciate this. The neighborhood kids wanted to play Dukes of Hazard, and my sister, and they wanted my sister to play Daisy Duke. Okay. But I she didn't know who Daisy Duke was. <laughs> so my parents were like, "We should get a TV." That's, I can. That's the story my parent, my mom tells. Well, if you're concerned about whether your kids are going to fit in. And everybody at school's watching the show, and you don't even have a TV. But until that time, so Audra had to have been like six or seven if we're playing, running around playing with the neighborhood kids. <laughs> None of our listeners care about your sister fucking playing Daisy Duke. Well, considering Audra's one of the listeners, <laughs> she might. Hey, hey, Carly can talk about her family. I can talk about my family too. Hi, Audra. What's up, gonna... Daisy Duke? All right, so I want to talk with my stepbrother for a minute. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Daisy Duke's yo. So, Colin has Jen's address. <laughs> does he? But does he? It's, across, it's really. across town, apparently, in a deserted or new residential area. There's, there's almost no lights. no lights. And when he pulls up, there's just some candles upstairs. He comes through a missing window and uh, finds that Jen's up there. They start to make out, um, and then he hurts himself. All on right. what? Sorry. He's trying to get into this house. And the whole time, I'm going, nope, turn around and go back. Nope, turn around and go back. Nope. You had to go through like a tarp. (laughs) I'd have left too. I mean, now, I've never been a high school boy. And he's like, this is in your house. And she's like, it's our house. But there's no way. I'm going in the house. But if I go in the house, I'm thinking, oh, she got over on me. Okay, but, I'm an asshole. I'm going you know, home. he comes up there, and they start kissing, and then he's like, no, you know what? This isn't for me, and he tries to leave, mm-hmm. and that's when he gets hurt. See, that's how you know the movie's yeah. bullshit, because no teenage boy would ever have said that to the hot girl. That's but not I, true. I told Some you. people are good guys, and perhaps he just wasn't ready to pop his cherry in a construction site. Tony, what do you think about that? I'm going to call bullshit. What do you think? I think that... Uh, after they're making out, uh, <laughs> I do appreciate what you said. How you would have thought when you turned on the street, oh, she just gave me the false address. Yeah, she She's gave fucking me the old fuck you, and, and I went home. I went through the window. Except that there's candles up there. Well, I would at least investigate. He wouldn't even have gotten to the candles. You would have turned on the street and gone, nobody fucking lives here. She's messing with me. I'm like, that's fucking bitch, and went home. <laughs> I appreciate that. 
I might have had your life would have been safe. But <laughs> the other side of it is, is you don't always have places to go have sex. You know, when you're a teen, you, you can't know what? Do it at you her don't house. Say if you have a friends. car, you're fucking in a car. Yeah, and he's in a car. Maybe. <laughs> wow. Maybe. Evidently, Elaine had the, the car sex and was as, ecstatic about it. As did I when I was their age. <laughs> All right. So they're making out, and he cuts his hand on a hedge clipper. I think it says. And uh, I thought it was a table saw, but it was some kind of. Does it matter? He cut his hand. Moving on. Um, She (laughs) gets. She she seems to really enjoy that, and tends. And then he wants to leave, but then she grabs him and starts to hurt him. She's really strong and breaks his arm, and she wants to really make him suffer. Then he starts to get really scared, and that's when it's time to eat. On the other side of this, we're getting cut in between Chip and Needy. Oh, where, I love this. Where they're losing (laughs) their virginity. They're not losing. Are they? I thought they had. Oh no. It did no. not seem to me like they had. This was losing their virginity. <laughs> oh. This was, that. he was popping the cherry. Oh, no, I totally got popping the cherry. I did, too. You got the cherry popping? <laughs> because he was like, <laughs> because he was like, let me put it, can I put it in now? And then he's I like, he's am I hurting kind of, you? He's just being he's nice. He's just kind of dorky and isn't, like, no. aggressive sexually. I thought, I thought this was the first time they had had sex. And it didn't seem like he really knew how to put the condom like, on. Yeah. <laughs> See, and she's like, is, he's like, they're, they're just supposed, not good at it yet. Yeah. He got the special kind that are supposed to feel good for the girl. If they had had sex already, they would know that. <laughs> no, well, maybe last time they didn't use yeah. a special I'm girl just condom. Saying, I'm just saying, I thought this was the first time, and it did not end well for Chip. <laughs> and this would give a guy oh, no, a it life. Ended well for Chip. If a, if a building didn't land on his head, he was fine. Yeah. I don't think he finished. She had some kind of weird psychic connection with Jen, freaked out, started crying, and left. But I did super love, super love, how as she was freaking out, he thought she was really enjoying it. <laughs> because this is the most accurate no, I, portrayal I like of when, sex I've ever seen in a movie. I like when he's like, am I too big? Yeah. Yes, you are, Chip. Good job, Jeff, That's buddy. why it's the first time. Because if it didn't hurt her last time, it's certainly That's not going to hurt true. her now. Am I too big? We would already know that if we had done it before. <laughs> he would know he's just right. But apparently not because she had... All right, Goldilocks. I'm not co-signing uh, on that loan. This is fantastic. They can. They can. I, not moving on. I liked to help. That was a like, teenage sex Oh, talk. she's moving having on. fun. It was great. It yeah, was but great. she leaves and that's totally going to give that dude a lifelong Yes, complex. the Chad was great. <laughs> moving on. I don't think <laughs> so, the Chad was. <laughs> All right, so Needy jumps in her car from all these psychic visions or whatever and uh, hauls ass, but on the way runs into Jennifer, almost literally, in her car, uh, gets scared, and then goes back home. She collapses on her couch crying, and eventually she goes back to her bedroom and lays down, gets under the covers to go to sleep. But Jennifer's already there in her bed. Surprise. It scares her. No one likes... This made me think of... Nobody likes surprise butt sex. <laughs> That's, that's the only thing I. That's what I instantly thought of. What? <laughs> it's just like surprise me. <laughs> From back in the day. So Jennifer tries to calm Needy down, and then they make out a bit, like girls do. Needy breaks out. They need a pillow fight. And then <laughs> she apparently seduces Needy because Needy kind of breaks the spell or whatever. Needy was on top. Well, she gets off of her and is like, what the hell is going on? And pushes her away. But Jen says that she wants to explain everything to her uh, about what's going on with her. Jen says that uh, Low Shoulder are actually Satan worshippers. They kidnapped her and sacrificed her to Satan. They needed a virgin, but apparently she went to the Monster Squad School of Virgins, and uh, <laughs> Steve, Steve does count. 
Uh, the that band, Roman does count. Yeah. Well, that was just the backdoor stuff. <laughs> yeah. The band takes her out to these the falls. Um, they use the ritual that they got online, and they, they <laughs> kill her and bleed her. <laughs> it really seemed very they, simplistic and like, like it was not going to work. Wait, what's your name? <laughs> Jennifer. And that might seem eight six. I like when he pulls the knife. He goes, "That's a gnarly knife, man." He goes, "Yeah, it's a Bowie knife." Yeah, man, Bowie. No, they're so dumb. <laughs> so stupid, man. It's great. But they yeah. pulled that piece of paper out, and he just said like three lines, like "We sacrifice her," and then they start singing, and I'm like, "What? This is <laughs> this is wrong? it? It's <laughs> just wrong to serenade someone with a song with their name in it while you're murdering them." I just I like that song though. I do too. Twisted. I do too. But so, I really thought they were gonna attack her and then put her in the kettle. Well, they didn't. I That's know. the third time they you mentioned it. Should have. And you're gonna have to let it go. <laughs> you have to build a bridge. And and get then, over. It. Write some hate mail to Diablo Cody about how you would have done her movie better. You're gonna have to start your Jennifer Bodies fan fiction and then, and then change it. I might. And then <laughs> like, she's like a decade old. She let it go. would either die or she's been reading Pride and Prejudice fan fiction, and that book is way older than That's a decade. Alright, really well, fine. Is. Well, Mr. Darcy can put her in the damn hole. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> all right. So she would either go down and disappear, or, or become this crazy demon and hover her way right back out. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> so once they, again, Carly's version of the movie is much better than what I'm watching. <laughs> and then she retires with uh, Sardin or whatever his name is. <laughs> so they um, they kill the shit out of her and they throw the Bowie knife in the waterfall pit. Which is a good idea. If you're gonna get rid of murder weapon, yeah, not bad. A murder weapon, you put it in the in the hole. But he wipes it off on his sweatshirt for no is, reason. Well, but whatsoever. then they got you know these aren't geniuses we're dealing with. <laughs> they got uh, the ritual off the internet. Yeah, Surprisingly good website though because it worked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> if she had been a virgin, then this would have been a different movie. Well, it only doesn't matter if she's a virgin or not for their purposes. Yeah. Just for the rest of us. Well, that, according to the book that Nini finds in the library. <laughs> it makes a difference to Satan. They still get famous. They get what they wanted. Let's, yeah. Satan let's keep gets on a whole other thing. <laughs> she explains that after uh, she left Needy's house, she was starving, and since that's when she ate that foreign exchange student. I forget his name. That poor it was like Ahmed. Yeah. Fez. His name is Fez. No, it was like Abed or something. It was like we're gonna go with Fez. The Fez foreign exchange student always ends up dead. That's a terrible trope. That's not true. He was such Fez a nice guy. In they never have, but it's not nice things never seem to happen in the foreign exchange. Jen also explains that after she eats, she's nearly unkillable. She demonstrates by tearing open her forearm and it heals right back up. Man, that's like some X Men shit. I love that line. <laughs> From there, we cut to Colin's funeral where his mother has a few words to say to the goth kids. I think that was the extended cut. She tells the goth kids off. Because they think it's all. I'm sure and I dark saw the extended cut because yeah. I saw it. Because that's where he the lasagna with teeth line came. Yeah. yeah. So then back at school, they do a memorial for Colin. Needy goes to this uh, library's occult section. She finds that she needs like to... Like you do. I had a Harry Potter flashback. <laughs> yeah, or at least, at least a Buffy. I was doing a little The restriction radio. section. <laughs> Chip has a great line when she goes to tell Chip about it. He's like, our library has an occult section? It's really small. It's really small. <laughs> we'll do it five times. She finds that she needs to put a blade through Jen's heart uh, while she's hungry, and that'll kill her. Needy explains to Chip that because Jen was not a virgin, the ritual went wrong. She tells him that... Uh, 
they need to that basically her and him need to separate because it's not safe for him right now, and that they're not gonna they not going to the dance together, the big dance that's coming up. She really should have explained it better to him, though. The spring formal. Well, she you tried to a few times. He wasn't listening. Are Which, you why would you? Sounds like a lunatic. That's true. I'm going to go back to our last movie, <laughs> The Burbs. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. Where you bring out the big book of demonology, yeah. and you tell your loved one, hey, look, this is what's going on, and they say, you're insane. Yeah. It's two movies in a row. But she kind of could have well, we, we, Bloodsport was in between. Oh, yeah, I forgot it? about Bloodsport. Uh, but <laughs> How did you forget about Bloodsport? I don't know. Chip's getting ready for but, the dance and uh, anyway, and his mom interrupts to give him some pepper spray for protection. Lady Pepper is dangerous out there. His mom is the mom from Dead Like Me. Yes. His mom was on point, too. Oh, she was. She was, I, I, she was on point in Dead Like Me, too. She's, oh, yeah. she's good. She's a good mom. At Jennifer's place, <laughs> she's getting ready, but finds that her hair is starting to fall out, so she needs to eat. Uh, the way she puts on her makeup is very creepy. That is a good scene. I got the impression yeah. it was just because she was, you know, she really needs to feed, so she's all like, oh, not really in it. And, and she, she just, also ah. needs a lot of makeup because she's all so pale. It just was really good. I mm-hmm. like the creepiness of it. Uh, Needy waits at the dance for either Chip or Jen to show up. Needy looking 1982. I was like, um, <laughs> that was mom's prom dress. Yeah. Couldn't be bothered this, to get her own. This movie takes what place in 2009, but it looks like she's going to a prom before 1989. She thought like, she'd go into the movie. We're more than 20 years too late on that dress. I don't. It's funny because, and I don't. Un, I needed something to tell me why she was dressed like that. Like maybe she waited till the last minute and didn't buy a dress and had to wear mom's dress, but this it just it didn't about. fit. Yeah. It, no, it didn't. Because she, she was always gonna go. She was always gonna go to the dance. <laughs> and and his orchid matched that dress perfectly when she found it on the ground. So oh my god, that was always her plan. Yes, I need some backstory on that. This so, is why you have women on the podcast, because is. we provide a different perspective. You don't have to like it, but it's true. The dress didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> All right. Master Gill, talk. Meanwhile. <laughs> hold on. I can't think of one. Does it say frustrated? I don't know what they're fucking called. All right, preparation. Anxious so, moment. <laughs> meanwhile, Jen follows what up. What do you put on Jackage? Um, Jackage powder? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Google it. Because that's what you need to I want to say, like, lidocaine, but is that foot no, itch? That's, that's I worked in a drugstore for a while. I should Gold bond? There we go, gold bond. Meanwhile, <laughs> Jen follows and meets up with Chip. She tells Chip that Needy has been cheating on him and starts to begin seducing him. And then she makes out with him a little bit. But, but she had said when she was talking to him, she's kind of going after people I like. Be aware around her. She's going to go after you because I like you. Then even if he well, thought she was crazy, this might have chipped something on. Chipped. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> a, little, a little ringer might have gone on in his head going, oh, I. this is, you know. Yeah. Back at the dance, uh, low shoulder starts to play. Really? Now, I'm confused about this, and I keep interrupting you, and I'm sorry. I know. But it's they were supposed to come back and do a benefit concert mm-hmm. where the proce- 3% of the proceeds would go to the families. But then they show up at the spring formal Motrimin. to do... Oh, I suppose. <laughs> I knew it started with an L. <laughs> they, they show up at the spring formal to do a free concert for the kids. Is this in addition to the benefit concert, or is this... 
supposedly well three percent of whatever they made you know. but it's a spring formal they're not making anything <laughs> well you know what they do sell dance tickets so maybe <laughs> maybe instead of the dance tickets going to the booster club the price is going to go to low shoulder and oh, only yeah. 3% will go back to the school. It should just, they should just do the booster I think club. it was just, I think, I honestly think the low shoulder concert was probably happening like within a few days of the spring formal and this was a surprise PR gig okay. because they're huge. That makes huge. sense. Huge. Wow. Elaine Devil's Kettle me. and Low Shoulder are in, are linked forever. That's true. Forever. Yeah. Like All Chinese right. finger now, Did anybody else what? think? No, 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 you wait. Did anybody else think that Jennifer was going to show up at the dance specifically to fuck with and kill the band? No. No. Oh, I did. <laughs> no, no, I knew this was when Chip was gonna die the whole time. <laughs> I kinda hope Chip was gonna live. So Needy, <laughs> I we don't know. We're not there yet. So Needy watches in contempt until she feels Jen is kissing Chip. She runs to Chip's house, and his, Chip! and his mom says he's already left, and he usually cuts through the park. Um, the same park where they made out. Jennifer mm-hmm. and Chip sneak off to the abandoned it's only pool. Five blocks. That, what the hell? That was mentioned earlier in the movie. No, it was not. In the extended cut. It should have been. You even brought that up to me. <laughs> what the hell? All of a sudden, abandoned, overgrown pool yeah, in the park? Vines all oh over. My, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> Enchantress did it. Moving on. No, <laughs> actually, even Tony I was, was like, they should have mentioned Poison it Ivy from yeah. uh, the Batman movie. <laughs> I did love that. <laughs> Jennifer starts weird. to attack Chip um, just when Needy gets there. Needy jumps at Jennifer, uh, but Chip has already been cut on the throat and is bleeding heavily from a bite. Jen, uh, Jen swims under the water at them and then pops up, and Needy uses the uh, Chip's mace on her face. Jen floats out of the pool, and her and Needy exchange some pretty good insults. She's flying? (laughs) She's just hovering. It's not even that big. It's not that impressive. (laughs) Uh, While fighting, Chip runs her through with a makeshift spear. I don't know what that was. A flagpole? No, it was a a cleaner. It's got to be the skimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Someone needed to skim that pool. It was really overgrown. It's true. But (laughs) he found it, and he used it as a weapon. Okay. So Jen, gross. Jen pulls pulls it out slowly. Um, it's not enough to kill her, but she's bleeding pretty badly. It's not in her heart. Um, she is also very very weak at this point and runs away. Needy and Chip have a little bit of little sweet little moment, and then he dies. He loves her. She loves him too. I love you, man. Oh, Needy loses her no. shit and goes back to bed, back to her bed, and uh, she thinks about her and Chip, and then about her and Jen. And then she gears up to go kill her. Now, when we watched the uh, commentary thing, didn't they say that that was an extra scene? Her laying in the bed. Yeah, and in the theatrical cut, she saw. just goes straight to I saw it. the bedroom. There's a lot of shit that in that in that very ending. There's a lot of parts that are in there that, that they cut out. I have a good barbershop guy. So. Yeah. Um, so Jen is looking pretty rough and laying in bed watching infomercials, and this is what we saw at the beginning of the movie. Um, On the way to go to get Jen, that's when she comes across the stream with the knife in it. Right? No, that's that, at the end. No, I oh, thought it was with yeah. Where did she get the knife? It's a box cutter. It's a box oh, cutter. Oh, it's a box cutter. She oh, got yeah, it at Lowe's, remember? Home Depot. That's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Home Depot? I'm sorry. I got mixed up. It's been a couple days. So, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. So Needy smashes through her window, impressively. And, Insanely. Uh, yeah, and starts to uh, fuck her up a bit. Jennifer bites Needy on the shoulder, 
Needy cuts Jennifer's stomach, crosses her, does the crossing out that she does multiple times in the show, in the movie. Uh, they roll around in midair until um, Needy tears Jen's BFF locket off. Jen falls to, into the bed, and Needy stabs her in the heart with the box cutter. It made me think that, was there some kind of supernatural quality to the BFF necklace? Because she seemed to really lose her powers at him. We have a theory well, about that. My thing on that is, in the beginning, uh, Jen was going to kill Needy, but she stopped yeah. because they're best friends. And at this point, she's come to kill her. She tears the best friend thing off. It's like, oh, well, so Aww. she should have killed her. In the beginning. So we're the not really over. sure how much of Jennifer is left. Oh, yeah. So well, she seems the... to be really in love with Needy the whole time. Yeah. There's the going after the men that Needy likes. Mm -hmm. There's the makeout scene, which I guess was hot. I don't find two girls kissing hot, so I have no idea, but I think <laughs> really hot. It is. Um, <laughs> but then when she takes the necklace off, it's like it breaks a sort of bond between them, and she's like so stunned by it. That she doesn't fight back anymore. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was. It definitely to. was very meaningful. Yeah. So, with all that resolved, <laughs> return to the beginning where Needy's in solitary. Well, Only mom walks in just as she murders. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's caught. Um. Uh. Yeah. We go back to the beginning. Needy's in solitary. Only she's floating. And apparently, if a demon bites you and you live, you gain some of their power. So Needy smashes out, finds the Bowie knife. In a stream with the red balls. Mm -hmm. Anybody uh, else want to get bit by a demon now? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty cool. But really, I at found the that really bullshit. At the beginning, when she was in the mental correctional facility and she got all this mail, and I had seen the trailer, so I knew that she wasn't the evil one the whole time, um, I thought maybe everybody found out that Jennifer had killed all these people and she was just so mentally fucked up by it and she's the one that killed Jennifer that she got put here for that. But then the impression at the end that you get is she got blamed for Everything. all of oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so why is she getting mail? But well, serial find, killers get mail. It's well, just that's true. Thing. But they get sending their stuffed animals, which is weird. <laughs> but I find that that is bullshit. Like the whole trans demon trans demonic transference, where if you're not a virgin, you become a succubus. That all made complete sense to me. I was fine with that. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she got bit, but then and then absorbed part of the demon, like what the fuck? Almost like in Harry Potter, where he survived, but he got some of Voldemort's powers. Yeah, this I call <laughs> bullshit. It didn't make enough sense. Well, it's a little bit. Of it's bothered you. It's if a little the bit icker of with the spikes had gone in her body, that I would have bought. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see Just that. Wrap it up, Tony. <laughs> All right. So, He's acting like it's been forever. It's not. <laughs> well, Calm down. <laughs> so the the head, my my question to you guys then my oh. last my last one. I love questions. Is uh, so is Jennifer Jennifer, or is Jennifer a demon, and Jennifer's dead, because of the ritual fuck up. Elaine, the reason I the reason you I seem like you have a lot to say about this. Go ahead. The reason I ask is. Um, on <laughs> to be use other things on Buffy, when you're bitten and become a vampire, you die, and a demon comes in your body and takes over and knows all your shit. So you're you're already gone, but this vampire is basically you, but it's not you. So that's what I thought this might be. And there's a lot of like in even in Walking Dead when people try to save their loved ones yeah. and they're like, you have to understand. And even in your last movie. Transformers. Dust till dawn. No, dust till dawn. Yeah, and they're like, your brother is gone. Yeah. You have to accept that this isn't your brother anymore. 
usually you kind of accept that now this is a monster and well my my thinking on it was if um if she was Jen the whole time why didn't she go after low shoulder all right at all Two mm -hmm. things. One, I interrupted you, so I don't know if you ever got to the part where she broke out of prison, she grabbed the Bowie knife, and then she went no, to we go kill Lo Chopin. No, we haven't gotten there yet. Right, we need to circle <laughs> back to that because those credits are great. Yeah. <laughs> but I think she's Jen the whole time, who's demon-possessed. So the demon is influencing Jen. So all those traits that were inherent in Jen got worse. Her mm -hmm. narcissism, her... Like, the fact that she had no empathy for what was happening with other people. Everything was her, her, her. Mm -hmm. And because she loved Needy, and she knew she loved Needy, so the demon didn't want to kill her. Mm -hmm. But because she's, but she had, like, the jealousy over people who also loved Needy. Like, she kept saying things about Chip the whole time, like, creepy sexual things. Mm -hmm. And Needy's like, dude, this isn't my boyfriend. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So you so think she was just possessed? I think she was possessed, which would make sense, even though it's some bullshit, why he <laughs> got some of the demon powers, because maybe when she got bit, the possession transferred, and Needy like, uh, was super upset that she had to kill her friend, so she definitely had to kill Low Shoulder. Which is out of character for Needy. Needy wouldn't kill people. But she's loyal. Right. So it yeah. emphasize it takes those traits and then it takes them to a demon to an evil twist. But that also explains why she didn't kill Low Shoulder because she's possessed by a demon. The demon's like, I don't give a fuck about Low Shoulder. Where Jen is like, No, you killed me. You ruined yeah. my yeah. life. So but almost cool. like in the Jim Butcher in the Dresden Files when the coins he doesn't have a coin anymore, but there's still the imprint of the coin. But yeah, but Jen is the beautiful girl. And so she has to eat people she doesn't even care about, and it makes her more beautiful. It makes her glow more, you know, like all the. She so gets she all these benefits. Glow. Soul glow. Just let your soul glow. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she got a bunch of benefits, and she didn't care about those people, anyways, because she was never going to be a good person. She was. <laughs> so, at the end. Uh, she was possessed. Moving on. So, at the end, she. Uh, Needy gets the knife. It washed up in a stream. Apparently, there is a place where it dumps out, and the red balls are there. She gets a hitchhiker to pull over. It's Lance Hendrickson, which is really weird, but okay. Like, what the I really thought he was going to have another... Yeah, I was like... like this was supposed to be... I thought he was going to be the devil or something. I was like, why do you just have Lance Hendrickson? I thought it was going to be the dude... Uh, what was his name from fucking Aliens? Oh. Uh, I have no idea. No, something with a W. I never saw Wayland? any of the Alien Wayland, movies. Yeah. Wait, I what? I <laughs> <laughs> So... I figured that would fill the time until he figured it out. <laughs> what did you say? She's never, never seen an alien movie. Oh, that God, was the whatever. truth. So anyways. <laughs> How, wait, Tony, sidebar. Yeah. How are you with this girl? She's never seen an alien movie. She doesn't like movies. Like, I can be friends with her because we just do puzzles. <laughs> well, we don't and watch movies together. We well, the talk. world may never know much like, <laughs> much like the lollipop here. Yeah. Do you on. ignore movies together? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Occasionally. Mostly so, Netflix. <laughs> so either way, uh, she, tells, she tells the... Uh, the uh, hitchhiker's like, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's like, well, why are you going She's there? going toward Madison. That's when we finally learn that we're in Wisconsin. Well, we'll finish, no, we'll she's in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're getting it hasn't been that long. Calm down. Yes, but you're not letting Tony finish his sentence. Like the whole podcast, too, you keep interrupting him. We have things to say. Yes, right. but wait for him to finish. Why is there a four-leaf clover at the bottom of the bowl? It doesn't matter. So either way. It's lucky. She's going to kill those shoulder. Holy oh, shit, I got a sentence out. All right, so. Okay, never mind. Back to interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys have preferred 
if you just knew that she did it, like, without actually seeing their bodies. If you just saw, like, a blood splatter on the wall, and you knew she had the knife, and she had gone to the hotel, and, like, the bloody handprint, or, and, like, you imagined the no, bodies. No, psychologically, you want to see them dead. See, I think I would have rather not seen them. I was no, a little bit disappointed when the I lead singer the just had the knife to the gut. I wanted her to I thought, fuck him up. I thought <laughs> you don't know they're dead. You have to see them dead to know they're dead. Honestly, I thought it, it was... could have cut to a newscast that said they died. No, I thought it was count. Just, <laughs> I thought it was just going to go to the credits and you weren't going to see it. Mm-hmm. And when they did show it, I was like, oh, yay. So I have to say I would prefer that. Oh, see, because I was a little disappointed. I was ready for them not to show it. And then when they did, I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> so, all right. So there you go. All right. So I wanted it to be a little more gruesome, especially with the I think lead singer dude. First, they're not gonna let I us. Know, was it PG thirteen? I'm pretty sure it was R. There was sure. a lot of cussing. I don't have and any idea. But I have the IMDb's open on my tablet. So, okay. All right. So. <laughs> So now, uh, what did you think of the movie, Elaine? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Hold on, I want to get a time check on this. Let me, All right. It was All right. rated R. Yes, I think. Oh, I think that was a soft R. <laughs> they so, really didn't show a lot of violence. True. My yeah, favorite character was Jennifer. My least favorite character was... You should probably know this. Needy. I'm not trying to figure it out right now. Your least favorite character was Needy? <laughs> she bothered me. I don't. I don't think it's the character of Needy. I think it's that actress. She bothers me. Mm. Something about her face. Okay. I just find her annoying. Like her voice is annoying. Her okay. face is annoying. All right. Well, I'm sorry I would have enjoyed that. it much more if it had been a different actress. Mm. I really like Jennifer. I like the evil narcissism of her. Mm. I, I did it. I. I like her. I'm picking a Carly character. I really like. Her. <laughs> My favorite line is I don't know Chip, an '89 rapist. Although, my second favorite line was, I'll just play Hello Titty with the bartender. Mm-hmm. When she got the drinks in the bar, that was really funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, my favorite scene. What's my favorite scene? What's my favorite scene? I have no favorite scene. I can't. I definitely have a favorite scene. You can't scene. pick one. All right. Yay, nay, may, bay. There isn't one that stuck out as, oh, I love this. But I'm going to may, bay. Huh. <laughs> I don't, I think I might need to see it again. To get, I, it's a, the, I have the same thing with Juno, where the more I watched it, the more I liked it, but I found the dialogue super pretentious. There were just things that teenagers would not say. Like and salty. some of the things that teenagers said, it just was so jarring for me, that really bothered me. And, but I, but there's good acting in it, and I feel like maybe if I seen it more, it would be a yay. <laughs> there was good acting in this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I uh, so I'm giving it a maybe. All right. Okay. All right. Well, my favorite line is she can fly. She's just hovering. It's not that impressive. <laughs> That's a good line. My favorite scene it. is when Needy and Chip are having sex. I don't care about the they keep cutting in with what's yeah. happening at the abandoned house, but the sex scene where he thinks she's enjoying it but really she's freaking out and I just thought that was wonderful. I love that. My favorite character is Needy. <laughs> the actress doesn't bother me. I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else. Um, Try to sit through Mamma Mia. 
but I appreciated that she had this situation and she didn't understand what was going on and she was like I'm gonna try to figure out what's going on and she went and she read books and she kind of learned what she needs and she wasn't just a lot of these horror movies with the female lead they just kind of run around screaming and I appreciated that she was a little more proactive than that um, and then at the end she turns out to be a badass even though I don't know how that demon thing goes either my least favorite character was Needy's mom <laughs> I got that she was the overworked single mom who was never around but it seemed like they had a really good relationship and then that whole getting ready for the dance thing happened and that was it I was like what decade do you live in woman <laughs> do you know your daughter at all what the hell is wrong with you? It's jarring. Uh, it really was. It didn't make any sense. I can understand if they couldn't really afford a nice dress, but they found this one and she tried to fix it or something. Yeah, but there's no, <laughs> none of that buildup, so it doesn't make no. any sense. And then she's doing her hair, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, my final thoughts. <laughs> I figured out a favorite scene. Look <laughs> <laughs> to yourself and each other. Oh. So even though I knew she was in the mental prison thing, uh, facility at the beginning, I still wasn't expecting her to be all evil at the end. And uh, that was righteousness. That really threw me. And <laughs> uh, but I do appreciate that it wasn't just a straight horror, blood and gore with boobs everywhere. Uh, it was ultimately about what Jennifer's becoming evil did to the community and did to her friends. And I am going to do the maybe. Wow, two maybe. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it was a different sort of take and it was low on the gore. But if you aren't interested in high school hormonal drama, you could probably skip it. But for what it is, I liked it enough. I just, uh, not enough to give it a yay. Not enough to give it a yank. I figured out my favorite scene. It's when they're sacrificing. Okay, her. go ahead. Oh, the eight six seven five three zero nine. Johnny five. Oh, is it my turn? Oh, that was a good movie. All right, so my favorite character is Chip. The Chipper. Because <laughs> bless his heart, he tried the whole movie to please his girlfriend, let her f evil friend step walk all over her, and was still there just for his four minutes of fame. My least favorite character is Jennifer. Probably because I don't like Megan Fox as an actress. Um, I so think you guys not, both are your least favorite characters because you don't like the actress. But <laughs> also, it might be because you're not supposed to like Jennifer. Like, her the, her acting in this is that you're not supposed to like her. She's abrasive. She's overbearing. She's very narcissistic. She's the best acting I've ever seen from her. Yeah, totally I think she was just that. being Megan Fox. I really think she was just being Megan Fox. Um, my favorite line is Jennifer's evil. I know. No. I mean, she's actually evil. Not high school evil. That was a good that one. Was a good too, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite scene, and I know I'm going to say this, you'll be like, oh, well, no, it's the credits. And it's not because the movie's over, it's because they kill the band. And yeah. fuck the band. Yeah. I just hated band. the band and really that wanted them to die. Terrible. And in the and credits, not, they die. Yeah. It's not until they show the fucking low shoulder sign that I figured out what their fucking name meant. <laughs> The whole time I'm like, why are they called low shoulder? This is the dumbest thing. Do they have a hunchback? Do they have some kind of weird body deform? What the fuck does that mean? Is that a sexual innuendo I don't know? The whole time. Stop looking at me like I'm stupid. I know I'm stupid. Well, they were originally called soft shoulder, but then they changed it in the script. Well, also, I figured out the lead also, singer. Uh, that was Kathleen Tony Turner joke. Overdrive for a minute. <laughs> Kathleen Turner. And they overdrive. also tried Sonic fucking Death Monkey. 
But tonight they're Barry Five and the Uptown Five? No, but tonight they're Low Shoulder. The lead um, singer was in Gilmore Girls. Mm. <laughs> That's where I know him from. Yep. <laughs> That's where I don't want to know him from. Yeah. Yay, May Bay? Oh, yeah, I thought I, didn't thought I was done. You guys just jumped in. Uh, did you have a favorite scene? Did you I just said the thing. Oh yeah, the credits. When, but, but, but not, not because, because it's it over, over. Because yeah. the band died. Yeah. Usually when he says the credits, because it it's because I didn't like the movie. <laughs> but you know, in this, the credits they killed the band. But um, did you like the movie? But did I like the movie? I'm gonna give it a Maybay as well. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I, know, I don't think I've ever happened. given a Maybay, and I was gonna give it a Yay <laughs> until we were going over it now, and I'm like, you know what? I feel no. like this is how the witch hunt, the last if, witch hunter ended. If you're into the teen horror thriller movie, then you would absolutely enjoy it. If you're not into that specifically, you're not going to want to watch this movie. If someone was keeping a podcast with you, we would know. Yes. So, if Elaine was ever going to... We can't even get her to do show notes. Oh. Tony? All right. I'll take that knife to the back. I, it was to the front. You're sitting right there. <laughs> My favorite character was Jennifer. I like characters like that. Damn it. You like uh, Yeah. My favorite, uh, least favorite character is Chip. Oh, me and you were <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Well, uh, my favorite character was Elaine's fa- least favorite character, so. It was symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite we're scene. We're all the map here. My favorite scene is the 8675 sacrificial uh, song part. That was pretty funny. You messed up. <laughs> and my favorite, uh, my favorite line. <laughs> my favorite line is, uh. <laughs> when she she pulls out the, the knife, she's like, you know what this is for? Cutting boxes. <laughs> she, it's just you get all your killing weapons from uh, Home Depot. Depot. You're so butch. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, I'm going to give it a nay. Because <laughs> your name is Carly? No, I'm just kidding. I, I like this movie a lot. I, I watch a lot of this, um, we'll call it a genre, why not? And uh, I thought there was enough little moments in this that made it stand out from billion other movies just like it. I thought some of the dialogue was funny. And I thought some of the ways that they switched up was pretty cool. And uh, so, that's it. I have a question for you. Uh hmm. I went back through my notes. I can't find a time where we all... Were May bays. It was three May bays cool. and one yeah. This is the first. Pleases me to be the first. Uh, but All when I watched cool. the trailer at work mm-hmm. with a coworker. Oh, this is the question. We both kind of Linda? wondered. No, Does it matter? It was, hi, Linda. It was Moving like the on. It was Susan. Oh, uh, darn. <laughs> that was my hi, Linda moment. Hi, Linda. They haven't hi, been ben. putting us together say, lately, hi, ben. so we haven't been working together. <laughs> That's messed up. I'm oh, sorry hi, for you, Linda. Wait, hi, Nicole. Ben's wife listens now. Awesome. Oh, welcome Love to the Nicole. podcast. Hi, person I've never met but heard a lot about. <laughs> awesome. She was in our book club. Yeah. <laughs> didn't she pick the weird book? Oh, she did. Right, right. She did pick <laughs> It wasn't her fault. Wait, 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 maybe I should specify which weird book. River God. <laughs> what was your question, Carly? The worst book. Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> Stop talking about anyway, other things. Focus. Anyway, the anyway. The book that broke our car. Uh, <laughs> we true. were wondering, because in 2009 I was 25. Five years old, and I don't. You can do the math. I'm 33 I now. I don't want to. Uh, but you're a little older than me. Um, so the question that we had was, what made you watch this movie in the first place? He likes horror. It's movies. a horror movie. And it's <laughs> a hot brunette in it. There well, aren't just, movies like that. It's I like don't a watch. high school drama horror, and but, you were not in your 20s even. So we were curious. <laughs> it's it's a horror movie, which is what well, I watch it. It's, most of I need to watch a movie and then it has a, a hot <laughs> brunette in it. I think this, Megan Fox is really hot. I'll watch her. This mm-hmm. man recommends Jack Frost too. 
to people. <laughs> and you wondered why he watched a well, horror movie? Well, I haven't watched that yet, but it just seemed like, you know, a lot of people who are in their 30s aren't watching high school movies. But it's and not a high school movie, it's a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, it has... All right, so it horror has that in it. transcends, it doesn't matter. Right, yeah. I Most still watch horror school work movies. You've seen Harry Potter person in your 30s. That's true. I Wait a minute. Horror works, horror works really well in the teenage genre because teenagers are young and stupid. Yeah. And they don't and, have all the resources adults. And do. the people that have sex and do drugs die and the virgins are always the heroes, which is really hard once you get out of high school to find those virgins. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's true. All right. That's it. That's all I've got. Okay. So now it's my turn anyway. I'm going to keep talking. Please find us oh, on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. But they should. Okay. Hopefully they want feedback. to. Don't yes. forget to tell three friends and have them tell three friends. Don't forget to review us. Yes, Subscribe. we got our first iTunes review oh, good. this week. Wow. It was good. 30 something episodes in. Good and job. I need to uh, screenshot it, put it on the Instagrams, which is you can find us on Instagram at, at? Podcast Dogs. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast and email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Like they said, subscribe, rate, review. We would love to hear from you. We and love all the people who've been liking our tracks on SoundCloud, including Carly. Yeah, and what was her name? Angel That's Fire true, or something? I do. <laughs> and um, we hope you keep listening. Next, Next week, week is Carly's pick. Stranger Than Fiction. A great Will the Ferrell movie with that chick from Love Actually. Or the 2000 movie. Now, I did notice that there was a like a horror, horror movie. movie that is not what I picked. I didn't notice that until today, and I was like, ooh, I hope I, I knew which one I was. I had to look up on and make an educated guess. <laughs> you I feel like asked. I watched the wrong movie. You could have asked. Will Ferrell, Emma Thompson, that's the one that we're doing. Well, when I went to Oops. watch it, it was early in the morning, and I didn't want to send you a text message, because I didn't know if yeah. you would get it. So I just went, okay, well, this one says it's a romance drama fantasy, and this one says it's a horror movie, we'll go with this. <laughs> Alright, well stay yes. tuned next week to find out if Elaine watched the right movie for all of us on this side of the microphone to all you on that side. <laughs>